Hello folks, I am Vincent and this is Nerd1, and today we're talking The Rings of Power. So sit down, buckle up, we're gonna nerd out. Three rings for the elven kings under the sky. Seven for the dwarf lords in their halls of stone. Nine for mortal men doomed to die. One for the dark lord on his dark throne. In the land of Mordor, where shadows lie, one ring to rule them all, one ring to find them, one ring to bring them all, and in the darkness bind them. In the land of Mordor, where, so where shadows lie. So, with the series, well, the first season of The Rings of Power coming out later this year, I think we kind of do a history on the Rings of Power. See, here at Nerd One, we are all about learning, and I am here to teach you, oh wise ones. So, as we all know from the books and from the movies and from the video games, the One Ring is the Gold Ring belonging to Sauron. Uh, the three rings that were for the Elven Kings under the sky, uh, basically, they were the rings weren't actually named. Uh, I'm probably going to say he's wrong, so I apologize to anyone who's actually hardcore on actual name pronunciation. Narya, which is Ring of Fire. Nenya, which is Ring of Water. And Vidya, which is Ring of Air. And then the Seven Rings for the Dwarves really had no names, and the Nine Rings of Men had no names, but we all know what happened to the Nine Rings of Men, right? But little little history on... Well, we're going to do some history on some of these. So, starting with the Elven Rings, uh, Narya was actually held by Gandalf, you know, through you know most of the age, and he was actually given to it. It was actually given to him by Círdan at the Great Havens. Uh, Nenya went to Gladriel, who used to preserve the realm of Lothorian, and Vilia was carried by Elrond. Basically, used it to safeguard Rivendell. Um, now, with I'm gonna bounce around with on this as well, so kind of, yeah. So the Seven Rings of the Dwarves, like, like I said, they have no mention of names to them, but their history is that they were slowly lost over time. Um, Gandalf wanted to explain to Frodo, I believe, that you know some of them actually were consumed by dragons. Some were actually taken by Sauron, and, you know, last one of them being, you know, recorded by Sauron, uh, he was taken by Thrain in Dogofor. Uh, we actually saw this in the movie The Hobbit, well, the third Hobbit movie, or second, but it's also in the books. It's in the Hobbit book. Um, <clears throat> now, the interesting part of these rings were they were meant to enslave the dwarves like the Nine Rings were supposed to enslave the men, but Sauron's will could not be put upon them, just like he wanted. Uh, the only thing it really did to the dwarves who held these rings is actually made them more greedy. Now, all these rings of power were forged by Elven Smiths, and this is basically the Elven Smiths from Noldorian, which is the summit of Egoin. Uh, the Smiths were actually led by uh, Caleb Brimborn. And 
he actually worked alongside the dwarves with Moria. Now here's where things get interesting. Here's why the One Ring had dominion over all. Uh, Sauron came in disguise as an emissary of the Valar named Anatar, and who is basically the Lord of Gifts, offering the knowledge to transform Middle-earth with the light of Valinor, who is, which is the home of the Valar. Now the Valar are basically like the gods of Middle-earth. <coughs> At first he was shunned by the elven leaders Gilgadad and Elrond, but he managed to persuade the, you know, the elves of Nodorian. Now, Sauron gave the knowledge of how to forge rings power. So with Sauron's help, you know, the elves learned how to forge the rings of power, creating the seven and the nine. Now, the three that went to the elven kings of high were made by Kel Brimborn in secret, you know, on his own. And after all the rings had been crafted and created, Sauron left for Mordor and then forged the one ring, basically a mastering, you know, to, you know, control all the others. As we know in the Fires of Mount Doom, because that's where it was created, is where, you know, Gollum, you know, maybe had fell into the, you know, fire there. Yeah, he knows. Now, when Sauron had completed the One Ring and put it onto his finger, the elves realized what was going on and hid the three rings of theirs. Now, Kel Brimborn entrusted you know, one of the three to Gladriel and sent the, the other two to Gilgadad and Cedron, or Cirdan, sorry. Uh, Gilgadad was a high, basically was a high king, high elf king, who eventually passed his ring of Vilya to Elrond, who was one of his lieutenants. Gilgalad died during the last alliance of men's and elves. You know, the, if we're referring to the movies, it was basically the intro to the Fellowship of the Ring. That was the last alliance between elves and men that helped defeat Sauron. And he was actually, you know, present when Isildur cut the ring off of Sauron's hand. Now, we all know what happened to the One Ring. It was lost after Isildur was ambushed by uh, orcs. It was retrieved by Smeagol, Gollum, uh, sometime later. Uh, Bilbo stole it. Well, I don't sure, I'm not sure if he, considered, if he stole it from Gollum or if he won from Gollum through a game of riddles. But then he passed on to Frodo, whom, with the help of Sam, uh, destroyed it in Fires of Mount Doom for once it came. Now, after the One Ring was destroyed, basically all the other rings basically lost their power. The three rings of the elves could no longer guard and preserve their realms. You know, so Thorin fell into ruin, as so did Rivendell. Uh, with, you know, the main one ring gone, the Nazgul faded, to, faded into existence because the only reason for them to exist was A, through Sauron's will. Without the ring, you know, Sauron also ceased to exist, therefore the Nazgul ceased to exist. And their lust for the one ring was gone. So, basically they died. Now, here's kind of a fun fact for you as well. Uh, there were uh, two games that came out over the past, uh, I was going to say decade. Basically, there were the Shadows of Middle-Earth. Uh, there's a second one, which called the Shadows of War, 
and basically it mentions that the spirit of Kilbrimborn, remember the guy who originally helped make the Rings of Power, forges a new Ring of Power that was unsullied by Sauron's influence. I'm not sure if it's canon or if it's just a cool fact from the game or if the games are just there, but you know, kind of a fun thing, right? Now, not sure if the TV series Rings of Power will kind of follow this or what they're going to do with it, but I'm interested to see what they're going to do because they have launched out movie poster, sorry, posters, it's not a movie, it's a TV show. Um, so we launched out posters for the show for different characters and we've seen the one from Sauron. So let's wait and see. But it's coming later this year. I'm excited for it. I'm cautiously optimistic as well at the same time because there's been a lot of love and hate on both sides of this. Um, hated the whole reaction video that Amazon put on YouTube. Hated it. It was stupid. Just to be nice to it. It was stupid. But folks, since we're on Lord of the Rings, we're going to go next week's lesson, the P Palantirs. Why were they all accounted for, according to Gandalf? Stay tuned. That's next week's lesson. But folks, that's all I got for this time. So once again, I am Vincent, and this is Nerd1. Do come find us on social media. We're still on Twitter, Nerd15. We are on Instagram, Nerd1Podcast. Our website is podpage.com forward slash nerd1. That's where you're going to find all the Nerd One merch. We are launching out new shirts, so heads up on that. Uh, go check out the pod page website. Click on the link for the merch. You'll see some cool stuff going on there now. But until next time, stay safe out there. Watch, hand, stay clean. We'll talk to you soon, and have a wonderful day out there. Oh, be nice to each other.